He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Hey there, it's Pastor T with another Psalmanac, where I hope to help you grow in the practice of prayer through a deepening relationship with the prayer book of the Bible, the Psalms. And this joyous Easter week, we are reading, reflecting upon, and praying back to the Lord that great Easter psalm, Psalm 16. I invite you to follow along in your own Bible at home or to listen as I read. I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, You are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones, in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out, or take their names on my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Our joy is founded on the unshakable foundation of the empty tomb. Psalm 16 brings us back to the hope and promise of Easter. You will not abandon my soul to Sheol, or let your Holy One see corruption. St. Peter, in his first sermon on Pentecost, in Acts chapter 2, he takes this psalm, Psalm 16, and applies it to our Lord Jesus, how the Father did not allow his Holy One, his Son, to see corruption. He did not abandon his soul to Sheol. Because of the empty tomb, the fact that our Lord Jesus burst out of that three days grave, now you and I have our hope and our joy founded upon that rock. The last verse of Psalm 16 is one of the most beautiful expressions of our hope and the promise that we have in eternal life. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Friends, this is what we are looking forward to. This is the promise that we have. Jesus tells us, I came in order that my joy might be in you and so that your joy might be made complete. In this life, we get just a foretaste of that, an anticipation of that joy through the presence of the Holy Spirit, through the peace that we have with Christ Jesus, through the fellowship of the baptized, through these innumerable spiritual blessings and gifts that we already receive. But even at its very finest, even at the best that we might enjoy this life still, that is just a, a little inkling of what awaits us in the age to come, the fullness of joy that is realized in the presence of our Savior. That's the hope that we have in Christ, and that's what we are looking forward to. But you don't need me to tell you that in this life still, it seems like our foundations are constantly shaken, that life is uncertain and unsure, and there are plenty of things conspiring to steal the joy out from under us. Psalm 16 guides our steps in this as well. As our Learn by Heart Antiphon for this week says it, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not 
be shaken. There's a lot of things that threaten to shake us up. But as we live with the Lord always set before us, as it says in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising its shame. As we have the Lord always before us, as we fix our eyes on him, him who for the joy set before us endured that suffering, then our joy can't help but be enlivened. Our hope can't help but, but remain steadfast and sure in the face of all of these upsetting and unsettling events. This week, as we continue to rejoice in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus, and we pray Psalm 16, my hope for you is that these words would sink deep within your heart and within your soul, that you would be able to echo the words of the psalmist when he says, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I think of the words of Ephesians chapter 1, when St. Paul prays that the eyes of our hearts might be enlightened so that we may know the hope to which he has called us, the glorious riches of his inheritance in the saints. We have a glorious beautiful inheritance indeed. We have a joy that is vouchsafed in our resurrected Lord and founded on the unshakable foundation of the empty tomb. Let's pray. Blessed Lord Jesus, we praise you for your victory over death and the grave and for your promise of the fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore in your presence. Lord, as we look forward to that day in the midst of so many things that can unsettle us and shake us up, we pray that you would always be before us and you would keep our hearts and eyes fixed on you, the author and perfecter of our faith. So we pray in your name. Amen. Now may you go forth this day with the Lord always before you at your right hand. Go in his peace. Amen. Mm -hmm.